Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, and I am the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. And I hope that you are, as I am also. You know, Traveling Pulpit family, over on Facebook, I've started a new series of messages with Wednesday with the Word, which I do live every Wednesday from 1215 to 1245. That series of messages is called Changed After the Resurrection. And it's a four-week series where we're going into the scriptures and we're looking at how the lives of the disciples were changed after the resurrection of Christ. So it got me to thinking that I too wanted to start a four-week series of messages here on the Traveling Pulpit. And so I decided, or the Lord put placed upon me, to start this four-week message, series of messages entitled, That's What Faith Can Do. And so on today, I want to talk to you about Abram. Not Abraham, but Abram. This was before he became Abraham, before he made the covenant with Almighty God. He was called by Almighty God to leave his land and go to a land upon which the Lord God would show him. And so if you have your Bibles, turn with me or go with me to Genesis 12. Now, before we get into Genesis 12, I want to backtrack just a little bit back into uh, Genesis 11 over into verse uh, 27, because this gives us an understanding of who Abram comes from or where Abram comes from. We know that uh, uh, Terah is Abram's dad. We know that Nahor and Haran and and uh, is the dad of Lot. So Abram's brother, Haran, is Lot's dad and Abram is Lot's uncle. So while they were in the land of Ur of the Chaldeans, Abram was called by God. Now, in verse 12, the Lord God told Abram to go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you. Now, having such a great call of responsibility on such a young man would kind of in this day and time would make some run from the Lord, not having an understanding of who the Lord is. But you clearly see that Abram is brought up in a different type of house. He is brought up in a God-fearing house. He is brought up in a house that honors and looks to God for all things. And so when the Lord came to Abram to tell him to get up and go from his country and his kindred and his father's house, Abram made no uh uh what I want to say he made no uh diff- he he didn't make it difficult for him to listen to what God was asking him to do and then the lord goes on to say the reason i'm telling you to go from your father's house and to into a land I will show you is so that I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. 
And so Abram hears all these things. The Lord goes on to say that I will bless those that bless you. He will bless those that bless Abram because Abram is being obedient. He's not being disobedient. He's being obedient to the Lord because he's allowing the Lord to have his way over his life. There are some people who will not, no matter what the circumstances are, they will not allow the Lord to take over their life. The Lord does not want to control you. He wants to help you. He wants to show you another way in him, not another way in yourself, because in yourself, you will always find problems. You will always find difficulty. You will always find challenges. And and same is true as being in with the Lord, but with the Lord through faith. All of those things, though you face challenges, though you face hardships, though you you face the, the emptiness that 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 you would have done all by yourself. You have someone with you in that emptiness. You have someone with you in that shortcoming. You have someone in that place of difficulty right with you. This is the reason why the Lord God called Abram from his father's house because he wanted to show him something, but he wanted to be there with him when he showed it to him. Because no matter where you go and no matter what you do, if you are with the Lord and the Lord is with you, nothing will be impossible to you. So the Lord goes on to say, in all the families of the earth, you shall be blessed. And Abram believed. He believed by faith. And the Bible says in verse four, so Abram went as the Lord had told him. Why? Because he believed in the Lord. He knew that the Lord had much greater for him that he could ever have for himself without the Lord. And Abram at the time was 75 years old when he left. Now, when he left Ur, they ended up in Haran. And it was in Haran that his dad, Terah, passed away. And at that point, they began to break camp. So when they broke camp, only Lot, Abram's nephew, went with him. And they went on with all of their possessions, the Bible says, and the people that they acquired in Haran. So I don't I don't know how many years they stayed in Haran, but they left where Abram was from, his hometown, his father's house. And they built a new house in Haran. When his dad passed in Haran, they moved on. Now, all of this is possible because of faith, all because of faith, the faith that Abram has in almighty God. Do you have that faith in the almighty God today, traveling pulpit family? Do you know what it means to answer the call of God when it comes to you? Do you even know what the call of God is if it were to come to you? He is calling you today. He is asking you to serve him. Will you give him that opportunity today, traveling pulpit family? Will you let him know that you will accept that invitation to be a part of his family. That's all he wants. He wants your heart. And if your heart is all you have, that's all he wants. 
because the heart that you have, that you give to him will be returned to you 100 fold. What you give to him will be given back to you. And it's not money traveling pulpit family. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about your commitment to him. Your commitment to him will come back to you 100 times his commitment to you. And there will be nothing in this world that will stop you in your relationship with him. So long as you place him in front of everything that you go through, as long as you pray to him about everything that you face. And as long as you seek his face and his wisdom in before all your decisions, he wants to bless you. He wants to give to you the greatest of the what you've never imagined for your life. And so they continue on and they have their people and they come to Canaan. And this is where the Lord wanted to bring Abram. Because this is where the generations of all the earth will come. It will come through this area. It will come through this speck of land called Israel. God's land. He had to get someone who would be faithful. He had to find someone who would be motivated, who would be willing to forsake country and family to go and to begin a new country and a new family. So much so, he said that he will make him a great nation, a great nation. He could not be a great nation in the nation that he was in because it was not the place that God could use him in. So he had to move him. Sometimes traveling pulpit family, we find ourselves in situations where we try to force ourselves onto God and we're going to make him bless us where we are. That will never work. It will never work. Sometimes you have to allow God to move you. If you want to find the blessings that he has for you. And this is no scavenger hunt. I don't want you to think that for one moment. I want you to think in terms of blessings. He wants to bless you. But sometimes we get so comfortable with where we are that we miss out on our blessings because we will not listen to the one who wants to bless us. That is a problem, Traveling Pulpit family. That is something that needs to be addressed. And this is why I say when you give your, give your life to God, when you accept his son Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that means you submit everything that you are unto him. And you do it by faith. And we know what faith is, don't we, Traveling Pulpit family? Sure, we know what faith is. We know that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, let's backtrack for that for a moment. The substance of things hoped for. Now, I don't think Abram really hoped for anything 
But the evidence of what he could not see was very present in his life. And I believe as he went on, he began to hope for things. But as it's written, as it's written, I don't believe Abram actually saw anything in the beginning because he was faithful. And it's something about being faithful because when you're faithful, you don't want anything. You just want to serve. That's what it's all about. You're not out for the what can you do for me or the what's in it for me. No, you're in it because you just want to serve. You just want that good feeling that comes from knowing that you have done good for someone else as the Lord has done good for you in your life. So I don't believe Abram started out with what is in it for me. I believe Abram started out with the motivation that if I have faith in the Lord, that he will make me a great nation, that he will take me to a land of his doing. And the evidence will be shown to me as I go. So traveling pulpit family, I'm telling you, if you have faith in the Lord and he tells you to go, go, because there is so much more in the going that he wants to give you than the places that you're re- ref- refusing to move from. Sometimes you got to go because you'll be the most miserable person ever if you don't. And you will get to a point where you begin to regret everything in your life. That is not where you want to be traveling pulpit family. But Hebrews 11 tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for. What is it that you hope for traveling pulpit family? What is it that you hope for? If what you're hoping for keeps you grounded where you are in belief that the Lord will bless you after all of the years of banging your head against the wall. If that's what you're, what you're hoping for, then honestly, it's not going to happen, but it is the evidence of things not seen. And some are afraid of the things that they cannot see. But let me tell you something, traveling pulpit family. It is the things that we cannot see that give us the greatest blessings in our lives. Faith. In fact, it says now faith, meaning right now, right now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. You're hoping for something that you cannot see, but the blessing, the conviction is in those things that you cannot see. That is why it's called now faith, because there is something that you want. But in order for you to have it, you have to have faith right now. And I'm not talking about worldly possessions, material possessions, things that have expiration dates on them. I'm talking about the things of God. I'm talking about salvation and the everlasting presence of the Lord God in your life. 
Are those not the things you hope for? Are those the things that you cannot see that you know are there? Because when you have that in your life, traveling pulpit family, he will move you. For some, it will it will be a move in attitude. Others may be a move across the country. We don't know. But if you allow him to become the head of your life, things in your life will change. How is this done? It's done through faith. And that's what faith can do. Simply because the Bible tells us over in Hebrews 11 and 5, talks about Enoch. How Enoch was taken. He lived 350 years, but he was taken. Why was Enoch taken? It says, by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as pleasing God. And it goes on to say in 11.6, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You see, traveling pulpit family, there is a reason why now faith is so important, because you have to have the belief of the things that you are hoping for and of the things that you cannot see. You have to have that belief in the almighty God, because in order to accomplish those things that you set out to do, you have to have the faith in God that those things can be done. Why? Because without faith, the Bible tells us it is impossible to please God for who, for whoever would draw near to him, meaning to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him. What is it that you're seeking? What is it that you're going after? Are you going after a degree? Trust God. Are you going after a license? Trust God. Are you going after your high school, college, uh, uh, bachelor's, doctorate? Are you going after those things? Are you going after the things that will bring promise into your life? Trust God. For by doing so, you do it with faith. And with faith, you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. Over in John, over in Matthew, sorry, over in Matthew 14, the disciples had a hard time with a boy battling a demon. And it's over in Matthew 17, verse 14. And the disciples had this hard time because the boy was epileptic and uh, had uh, 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 seizures, I suppose, because that, that's what happens when you have epilepsy. And so the young man had epilepsy and they didn't know how to heal him because the demon was inside of him, causing him to do these things. And so Jesus healed the young man, called the demon out of him, healed him. And the demons came out and 
went on, you know, went on their way. And they came to the Lord and they, they asked him, they said, how come we could not do or heal this boy? Jesus told him down in verse 20, he said, because of your little faith, your little faith, meaning no faith in order to do anything. For the Lord, I just said, you have to have faith. That's where that now faith comes in. But Jesus goes on to tell us just what we can do if we have faith. Jesus says to us in verse 20, he says to us, truly, I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move, move from here to there and it will move. And listen to this and nothing will be impossible for you. The faith, the size of a mustard seed. Now I'm quite sure you've all seen the size of a mustard seed. Do you know that the mustard seed is the smallest of all the seeds? but it grows the biggest of all the plants, the mustard seed. And Jesus said, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say, not you can say, you will say, is what the scriptures say. You will say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move. And he goes on to say, and nothing will be impossible for you. Traveling pulpit family, do you believe this? Do you believe what is being told to you today? Because this is the word of God. It is coming to you direct. And these words that have come from the word of God have gone out. And they will not return back to the Lord void. So what will you do today with this word? But I want to tell you all these things that have happened to Abram, that have been spoken about in Hebrews and even spoken to, to the disciples. All of this is what faith can do. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for just the opportunity to come just to present to you the word of God, to give you the opportunity to have the ability to build that relationship with the Lord. You know, Jesus once once said, and, and it's a continuing saying that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And he goes on to say, pray for the laborers because we need more laborers in the field. Sure, we know he's coming back. We don't know when he's coming back, but our focus, traveling pulpit family, should not be on the when, but the who is in the field that needs to be witnessed to. The harvest is white, the Bible says, and is ripe for harvesting, meaning pray for laborers so that we can take as many with us as we go or before we go. We see that the enemy is on his job 
teaching little kids that they can be uh, boys and girls in girls and boys bodies. Coming up with lame excuses that if a if a, a household has two daddies or a household has two mommies, that household is a lie from the pit of hell. There is no such thing as a household of two mommies or a household of two daddies. That is what's been made to be accepted into this world. Well, I'll tell you this traveling pulpit family, it is not accepted here. That is not the will of God. That is the will of the world. And therefore it is not recognized for, for its uh, sin sickness. Yeah, we all are under penalty of sin. We all are. But some have not repented and sought the forgiving grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have that opportunity today. You have that opportunity today, traveling pulpit family. And all you have to do, it comes from Romans 10 and 9, is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. No longer will you have that death sentence of eternal separation and damnation from God, but you will be added to the life that has been provided for you through the sacrificial life of Jesus Christ. Is that you on today, traveling pulpit family? Are you that person that has gone so long in following the the faith of this world that leads that leads to destruction that leads to heartache that leads to hate separation division murder strife all of these things have you gotten tired of following the ways of the world and you want a change in your life i offer to you today christ Christ, him crucified, but more importantly, him raised from the dead, resurrected with all power in his hand, never to die again. And anyone who is in him, though they die, they will be with him. And those who are awake will never die because he's going to appear when it's not important. I say it's not important. What is important is those who are in the field who need to be harvested. Because if we wait around for him to come and those who need to be harvested are not harvested, it'd be better for us not to be born. It would be better for us not to be born because we are responsible for that blood. That's what we're responsible for. So as always, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord And if necessary, use words. But there is a harvest. Are you a worker? Or are you just standing on the sideline waiting for the invitation to get in? Well, there's your invitation right there. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. There's your invitation right there. It's time for you to get into the game. Next come the baptism. From the baptism... Go into all the earth and tell everyone what the Lord has done for you. That you just might save one.
and the harvest will be that less to be harvested. Thank you, Traveling Pulpit family. Once again, I appreciate you. Thank you for everything that this podcast allows me to do. But thank you for your listening, for your sharing, for your follow, for your appreciation, for the truth in God's word. This will not stop until the Lord sees time for it to stop. But as long as this podcast has me behind it, I'm going to do everything I can to preach the truth about this book to those in the world who don't want to hear it. But that's okay. That's okay. Because there is more of us who believe than there are of them who don't. Traveling Pulpit family, you can reach me on Facebook at Traveling Pulpit Ministries. You can go to the website, travelingpulpitministries.com. It is still a work in progress. There is still much to be done. There is still more things that that need to take place to uh, really just launch this podcast ministry onto the next level. I just thank you so much. We are coming up on three years, three years. Our three-year anniversary is coming up next week, and I'm just so thankful that the Lord has been faithful to us, and we have been faithful to him, that he has given us three years as a podcast ministry. So with that said, I want to do more. Please check check us out on Instagram, uh, Traveling Pulpit Ministries, uh, TikTok at TPM0116. There I leave the, the uh, podcast clips for today. Also, uh, some people that are in the ministry I follow and every now and again, like I did yesterday, I just decided to uh, post um, um, a live feed audio and I don't do that often, but I think I just need to start doing that a little bit more. So uh, draw close to the Lord. He will draw close to you and just know that he loves you. He has his best for you. I love you, but he loves you more. And so Go in the Lord, be blessed, have a safe and wonderful week. And as always, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. Bye for now. God bless.